This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Three nations urge U.S. to join U.N. statement on Gaza. CDC director says mask turnaround based solely on science. And UK readies for major reopening, but new variant sparks worry. It's Monday, May 17. I'm Anthony Davis. The three UN Security Council nations trying to get the UN's most powerful body to take action on the escalating violence between Israel and Gaza's Hamas rulers say they are still trying to get the US to support a statement, including a call to end the fighting. China, Norway and Tunisia tried unsuccessfully at closed meetings on Monday and Wednesday to get agreement on a council statement. Diplomats say the US argued such a statement could interfere with diplomatic efforts to de-escalate the situation. Meanwhile, Israeli airstrikes on Gaza City flattened three buildings and killed at least 42 people on Sunday, Palestinian medics said, in the deadliest single attack in the latest round of violence. Despite the toll and international efforts to broker a ceasefire, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu signalled the fourth war with Gaza's Hamas rulers would rage on. In a televised address, Netanyahu said the attacks were continuing at full force and would take time. Israel wants to levy a heavy price on the Hamas militant group, he said, flanked by his defence minister and political rival Benny Gans in a show of unity. Hamas also pressed on, launching rockets from civilian areas in Gaza towards civilian areas in Israel. One slammed into a synagogue in the southern city of Ashkelon hours before evening services for the Jewish holiday of Shavuot, Israeli emergency services said. No injuries were reported. The hostilities have repeatedly escalated over the past week, marking the worst fighting in the territory that is home to two million Palestinians since Israel and Hamas's devastating 2014 war. The head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Sunday defended the decision to ease mask-wearing guidance for fully vaccinated people, stressing that increasing political pressure had nothing to do with the abrupt shift in guidelines. I'm delivering the science as the science is delivered to the medical journals, and it evolved, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said on television news on Sunday. Under the new guidance released last week, fully vaccinated people, those who are two weeks past their final dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, can quit wearing masks outdoors, in crowds and in most indoor settings and give up social distancing. However, partially vaccinated or unvaccinated people should continue wearing masks, the agency said. 
The guidance also still calls for masks in crowded indoor settings, including buses, airplanes, hospitals, prisons and homeless shelters. The sudden change sparked praise from those eager to return to pre-pandemic life, particularly those who see the new guidelines as a way to reopen workplaces, schools and other venues that went dark during the pandemic. Yet concerns have been raised from those who say there's no easy way for businesses and others to determine who is fully vaccinated and who is not. Instead, many will have to rely on an honour system, as many states and communities have already been lifting mask mandates amid improving virus numbers, and as more Americans have been shedding face coverings after getting shots. Meanwhile, the immunologist who leads the COVID-19 response in the US said on Sunday the undeniable effects of racism have led to unacceptable health disparities that especially hurt African Americans, Hispanics and Native Americans during the pandemic. COVID-19 has shone a bright light on our own society's failings, said Dr Anthony Fauci during a graduation ceremony for Emory University. Travellers in England were packing their bags, bartenders were polishing their glasses and performers were warming up as Britain prepared yesterday for a major step out of lockdown, but with clouds of worry on the horizon. Excitement at the reopening of travel and hospitality vied with anxiety that a more contagious virus variant first found in India is spreading fast and could delay further plans to reopen. Prime Minister Boris Johnson urged Britons to take this next step with a heavy dose of caution. We are keeping the spread of the variant first identified in India under close observation and taking swift action where infection rates are rising, he said. Cases of the variant have more than doubled in a week in the UK, defying a sharp nationwide downward trend in infections and deaths, won by hard-earned months of restrictions and a rapid vaccination campaign. A surge testing and stepped-up vaccination effort was being conducted in the Northern England areas hardest hit by that variant. Today, people in England will be able to eat a restaurant meal indoors, drink inside a pub, go to a museum, hug friends and visit one another's homes for the first time in months. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery, 
and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.